Hello everyone, welcome back to the GM Breakout Podcast! Last time, we finally started our exploration of the ruins of Blood Salt, and uh, i got to say guys, so far, so good. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I hope you guys are ready to, to sulfur, because uh, oh. I've got a nasty enemy ready for you. I'm using the same word, twice. Uh, my name is Dylan, I will be the GM, and I am joined by my four uh, gaseous players. <laughs> That's not a word I would usually use. But it's it's very fitting. Uh, I've I've heard your farts when I've edited them out. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm, <sometimes>. uh, <laughs> I'm lactose intolerant and I eat cheese sometimes. It, I can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> I was kidding, but now I'm going to have to listen extra hard when I'm editing. <laughs> We've got Adar as Iron Barker, Conrussy, Barbarian Druid. Hello, I'm the farter. I'm good and excited. <laughs> Let's uh, kill a fart. Uh, we've got Jeremy as Mila Stilsky, a sylph druid wizard. Hello, everybody. Uh, whenever I've farted while we're recording, I keep looking for the little highlight box to pop up on Discord <laughs> to show that I was actually heard. I haven't noticed it. Not saying it hasn't happened. You can also look at the uh, audacity to see that. <laughs> we've got Greg as Tyrol, a hobgoblin rogue. Hello, um, I, I'm sorry, Jeremy, but you missed out the opportunity to say you're not the farter, but you are a father. Accurate. And I could say something about being a farmer, but I've got no jokes, so that, that's <laughs> just forced wordplay. <laughs> finally, we've got Kevin as Saralar, a Thessalonian Rulord of Pride. Yes, earlier, I don't think I've ever farted on recording, so good luck finding one. Wow, a sphincter of steel right there. <laughs> Sphincter of steel. <laughs> 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 uh, now we're uh, done with all the fart jokes. How, we, how is everyone? Good? Yeah, great, mate. Great. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, have you calmed down, Greg, since last week? Uh, yes. Because I think I, I actually upset you as a player. <laughs> no, Dylan, I'm, I'm never angry at you. Um, I was angry okay. at the author of this book for doing this to me. Who, who mm-hmm. has done this? Yeah, I, who I'm is the author? Me. Uh, Michelle Jones. Michelle, Rope. if you are listening to this, yeah. how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? No, I think Michelle has done a great job, yes. written a good villain. How dare oh, she it makes a write a great adventure yeah. that evokes true feeling <laughs> from its players? How dare she oh, indeed? I'm so angry. I, I would say, perhaps I would have been angrier if I'd noticed a tower was gone on approaching the city. But then I wouldn't know it had been blown up because it just collapsed of its own accord. Yeah. Damn you, Michelle! What about this? Uh, The gunpowder, yeah. I'm ready to jump straight in because uh, last time I think we were about to jump into another combat. Yeah. Yes. Sadly. Start your assignment today. Greg, why don't you uh, tell us where where we are? We find ourselves in the ruins of Blood Salt City, in the deep depths of the jungles in the Wangi Expanse, where we are trying to explore for scholarly purposes. At a recently demolished tower, we have disturbed a gaseous foe. Ooh. Boom. Ooh, We've rolled initiative off camera to get started so we can jump right into whatever this fight is. Yes, so uh, a ruined tower that was blown up by Fiavo the Quick and his accomplice, uh, accomplices. Uh, accomplices. Accomplices. Uh, that's a hard word to say. Unaccomplished accomplices. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, probably blown up by him. He had a lot of explosives on him. Uh, and. As you were getting close, this yellow, sort of gaseous, sulfuric form, yeah, seeped out from below the roof uh, and started screaming in your face and even around your face. 
Uh, if you're Ironbark, he's in the middle of the cloud. Yeah. We've rolled initiative. Mila's going first. Then we have this cloud, and then we've got Saralad to rule, and Ironbark right at the end. Mm. Yikes. Wait, what's he described as cloud again, Dylan, for our, for our enjoyment? Mm. Yes, so horrifying. now it has uh, fully formed outside uh, the, the building. I can show you the close-up artwork. It is... Uh, I mean... Oh, my God. It, it, it looks like a, a, a brain. If you imagined a brain was made of, like, yellow gas, uh, almost like, yeah, a bubbly sort of cloud of this sulfuric gas. There are a couple faces sort of reaching out of this gas, screaming in some sort of pain. Uh, and there's sort of these few fiery, like, wisps floating around the edge of this cloud as well. Uh, and this creature is huge. So it's, like, 15 foot on each side. Uh, it, it's a big, big creature of just built-up gas. And I mean, it smells. It smells of, of like, rotten egg. The iron box is just surrounded by this. Ah, oh, stinky gas. It's, it's like the skull, uh, like the face in the sandstorm in The Mummy. But like, oh, yeah. Five but five times over in a ball. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's looking pretty, pretty, pretty horrific. And it is, it is loud as well. In fact, it's uh, constantly like screaming in these agonizing cries, uh, shrieking from the, the, the wails of these whatever make up this cloud. In fact, Mila, just as we are starting the combat, I am going to ask for a, a quick will save because these are, are very loud cries. Oh. They can be quite frightening. Starting with the saving throw. Okay. I don't know who has the emotion effect, but this is an emotion thing if you want to use that. It's my best save, but I only rolled a 3 for a 20, which is not great. Okay, uh, you are going to be frightened one okay that's not great but it could be worse while you're yeah. hearing the yells of these uh, oh. as it sort of rears up to, yeah mm. horrible yeah okay. that hurt. I'm not doing that again <laughs> <laughs> right let me just, that, just drop that frightened on myself there because the first thing I'm going to roll is I want to have some idea what the hell we're dealing with uh, so I would like to roll a recall knowledge, which I'm assuming will be religion, because this appears like a, some kind of an undead situation to me. Am I right, Dylan? Ooh. I would guess aberration. Uh, no, it's definitely not aberration. Aberration's it's telling things. It's telling me really? it's occultism. The occultism? Oh. Assumed. oh, it's because yeah. it's um, an emotional creature. If, do you have a specific... Do you have a specific law that could help with this? Nothing appropriate for a creature identification on a specific law there. Uh, well, I mean, hey, I said I'd do it, and this could be fun, because occultism is not a strong <laughs> suit. But hey, I'm going to roll it anyway, because I'm thinking about what this might be. And I love that I rolled blind, and I've got no idea what I rolled. Uh, uh, you, yeah, unfortunately, you're not very well versed in the occult. Yeah. You can only really piece together what you can see it's a loud screaming uh you i mean you can probably safely assume this is caused because someone died here and or multiple people died yeah. and uh, they have just become some like undead sort of uh, mm, yeah i mean okay so so I, I will give you the only thing i will give you is that this is a more a spirit than undead Mm. Okay. Because you didn't really roll enough to know anything about this thing itself, but yeah. Right. It's a spirit we can probably lay it to rest somehow, but I've got no idea how. And then I will uh, t try to target it with a Tempest Surge Focus spell. Oh, it's going to see if electricity damage works. 
uh, on. Hang on, you're attacking a cloud with more clouds. Yes, with charged particles, Dylan. Charged particles. I was still on blind roll, so I had no idea what damage I rolled. But you've got a ref. That was a really good. Oh, it was? Really good damage. Oh. Oh, well. 40, 40 points of damage of 40 12. That's really good. Oh, my God, that's amazing. Okay. Please fail the reflex save then. That'd be incredible. <laughs> so, yes, this horrible screaming cloud emerges, and, and Mila's first instinct is, oh, more clouds. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, you surround it with violent clouds and crackling lightning. Yes. Dealing. Man, make a bad save. That's incredible. 40 on 40 12. Uh, 10, 8, 11, 11 for those playing along at home. Wait, people are playing it wrong? Yeah, yeah, totally. Can they do that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, this reflex is going to scare you, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ho, 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 ho! Damn. <laughs> Here you go. Oh, nice 20. Plus 20. Plus 20. Hey, it's a cloud, okay? It's basically got constant gaseous form. Yeah. Its reflex is pretty. It just fucking emer disappears and emerges again as a cloud. Uh, it, it, it did only roll an 8, but it is enough to succeed. So it is going to take yeah, half crit. the damage. That's still 20 points of damage I'm to it, though. I'm pretty happy still with a lot. that start, in all honesty. <laughs> I've got to say, for a 40 12, 40, banging good That's roll. That's amazing. Yeah. Banging good That's a really good roll, yeah. Right. That is the end of Mila's turn once Dylan actually takes that damage, because I'm not leaving you out with that. I am going to make your day slightly worse here as well. It uh, is. Uh, you see, it's your, uh, your clouds there covering this cloud, shocking it with lightning. It's got a pretty good reflex, so it's taken half, but it is also going to take a little less, you think, from uh, oh, you know, being, a, being a cloud. Yeah, right? uh, uh, I'm not that surprised, but... But you still did damage. You did some damage. Did its face appears and screams at you. Yeah. Uh, you heard it, definitely. <laughs> Alrighty. Cool. Okay, then. It's just called Yellow Cloud. I've called it Yellow Cloud. <laughs> yes, I, I like... don't want you to know what this. Oh. I don't want you to know what this actual creature's called yet. I mean, maybe it is called Yellow Cloud. It's Final Fantasy VII. Uh, not to break your bubble, oh dear game master, we can see the real name in the combat log. We can? And we can too. Oh, shit, we can. Oh, right, okay, there. That's a bit You just changed the token name. Uh, yeah, but it's, it's a yellow cloud right now. Yeah. <laughs> Call it yellow cloud again. <laughs> no one sees. Uh, <laughs> Uh, this yellow cloud is going to attack Saralar just for that. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, this yellow cloud is going to scream. Ooh, ooh, it's got the fun, fun ability that's just called choke. Uh, oh. I wonder who it's going to do that on. Uh, <laughs> well, it occupies both uh, Ironbark and Saralar's space. Yeah. Well, everyone's adjacent to it. So everyone suddenly gets... As this, the, the, the sort of faces sort of reach out to, to the edges of this cloud and start swirling around all of you and start screeching right up next to you. Uh, you feel like you're just getting a, oh, it's harder to breathe around this thing. And I'm going to ask everyone to take, oh, this is also a will save. I would have assumed that was fortitude, but uh, no, will save apparently. Damn it. All four of you make a will save from this fun ability. Oh, it's only to rules were save. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Iron Buck, you have a, a hero point, right? Nope. Did you use them all in... Oh, no. I don't think you've had a hero point. Saralar's sitting on, like, three of them. Saralar has <sighs> used a hero point to get up, basically, a plus ten on his roll. Saralar and Mila are sitting on, uh, on a full hero point. Well, not anymore, but... To roll in Iron Buck, oh, it's, it's the melees. Like, we need them. Yep. <laughs> I am. I mean, I am, it makes sense that you are surrounded by this thing and rolling that one. I feel like like it works canonically. 
So, everyone else is going to take half of this damage. Uh, you are going to take double this damage. Don't worry, it's not as bad as it could be uh, for a creature this What scary. type of damage is it? It is mental. Oh. I think cracks start to form in the in the cosmic orb as it Ironbark's consciousness just starts to crack. Sarala, do you have anything against illusion? Because this has the illusion trait for some reason. No. Okay. Uh, if it matters, also, Dylan, my save is... <laughs> so, that is terrible. My, so shit. <laughs> my save is one higher because I didn't remove the Frightened at the end of my turn. Oh. Oh, why did I damage it? My bad. Let me put that back. That was a, a god-awful roll for an ability that I hyped up that much. Uh, <laughs> 11 points of uh, mental damage. Because uh, this is a... Yeah, I guess a, I guess you're not actually suffocating, but it's sort of giving you the feeling that you are... So I'm, but you're taking only 22 points of damage, and everyone else is taking five. Mm. That's not not bad at all. I've got to say, Ironbark, though, you are then going to take the, the that was two actions. Its final action is going to be to target you with me a melee strike that is you're right in the middle of it. Aww. you're like like you like I, I imagine this thing. It's it's a gas, but it's quite hard to see through. So I imagine you're like looking around, like you're in this. Ho oh, it smells foul as well. And it's really fucking loud, all of these weird faces screaming around you. But you just suddenly see out from the front of you, uh, like a face just basically comes into right up in your face. And it probably almost passes through you as well. Uh, screaming as it goes. And you are going to take, if I hit you, a little bit of damage. But I'm going to move it so I can target you. There we are. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a hit. That's a hit. He, he crits me on a 15. And I'm not Ooh. yet raging. <laughs> Oh, look at oh. damage! Two eights on two D8. Oh, shit. Wow. You are taking 31 negative damage there from this uh, cloud. That's, uh, that's a crit on damage. That's not that's a lot of damage. Great. That's its whole turn, though. It uh, did a big scream to everyone, started choking you out, and then uh, tried to attack. And I need to roll a will saving throw at the beginning of my turn, I think. Oh, yes, please do. Yeah, it's got some sort of aura that uh, is very loud. 27 again. That is uh, that is actually going to be a success that time. Yay. Okay, I will... I have no idea what I can do against that kind of thing. <laughs> it's a tricky one. With my first action, I will move to the left okay. of the creature behind Daryl. With my other actions... I guess I'm gonna try to find something he's weak at because I'm bad at occultism. <laughs> yeah, I am not trained. <laughs> Don't think it has a mind of its own, so I will not try any mental stuff. Well, we're gonna go with a basic telekinetic projectile. Oh, actually, I don't know if this does matter, but uh, don't forget this is gonna be like difficult terrain out in this silt. I don't know if that's gonna make a difference to how you moved. I will move less. Okay. Yes, yeah, so basically anywhere that's outside a building, uh, not like stone floor, you're basically gonna be a bit shit and stuff in this, really in this building in the city. Gast! Attack! You think you're like almost starting to sink into the ground from this the sediments, yeah. That also means we oh. can't step, right? Yep. Correct. Yep. Oh, no fuck, stepping. you're right. 22 will be a miss. Luckily, the cloud is uh, floating up above everything. How? For now. Um, <laughs> and that's it for me. So you moved and missed a projector. To rule! You uh, start your turn right up next to this thing that's just screeching in your face. Uh, give us a, a, a will again. Oh no. I want to roll. You're a brave boy. 
He's a brave boy. Yay. You're a brave boy. You're absolutely hey. fine. <laughs> Tarul is going to rely on his brooch of inspiration. Ooh. So this is a little item he's picked up. Once per day, he can activate it to roll, make a recall knowledge check. Twice. Take the higher result. Yeah. Using lore. Oh, using lore. Oh, that's a good question. So. You're going to ask if you've got a lore that does helps, neg- right? Does this count as a negative energy being? Zip. What does that? What, what's the actual law for that? Undead law. <laughs> uh, mm, this is this is a spirit, and not undead. Uh, cosmology. Is spirit an actual trait? Blood Salt City law. Yep. It is spirit is a trait. It's a creature family that doesn't require it to be undead. Yep. Oh, okay. You know what? I'll let I'll allow Blood Salt City. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Not just because you're in Bloodsoul City, because if it was a creature that, like, yeah, uh, yeah. give us a give us a, a, a Bloodsoul City lore. Oh my god! It, it's shit. also rolled with inspiration, with fortune, uh, because of that once per day effect. You know exactly what this is. You think you know exactly how this thing came to be, and uh, in fact, you know it like twice <laughs> over because you rolled two successes there with your. Uh, actually, you rolled uh, two. Oh no! One was a success. The second one was a crit. So we're keeping the crit. Okay. Hey, that helps. Yeah, you need to know that. This is a creature that is called uh, a screaming sulphur. You believe it is a sort of a spirit creature that um, is born when you know people suffocate, usually in in gas. That makes sense. So uh, yes, the the dying souls of creatures that die. Uh, from suffocation, they become trapped in, in a noxious cloud and uh, amass into a horrifying creature. Uh, yes, it's not strictly undead, it is a spirit, but it does share some similarities with undead creatures, uh, including the hatred of all living creatures who can breathe freely. It uh, wants to take away people's breath, basically. It's going to take your breath away, Daryl. <laughs> oh my. In fact, because you've got a crit, you, uh, you know that there's actually a few areas specifically uh, around the, the Sodden Lakes and the Turwell Lands um, that are ha- have uh, like can have build-ups of, of toxic gases beneath lakes and, and bodies of water and occasionally they basically can be released up onto the land you know there's uh, the, the dead man's breath which is what you were warned about but there's this, this gas that can rise from the lake for days at a time and it tarnishes the silver to give you a good warning but it is a toxic gas you could probably uh, assume that that's like that isn't what caused this uh, you don't think the from what you've heard that gas isn't quite like like it's dangerous but I don't think it's like deadly enough to cause ah. this much death in one go uh, although if for some reason there was a, a, a reason that that was exemplified or, or like it was a much bigger build up of this gas you can imagine that like a suffocation event could happen and like this creature could rise from it you know that the, you know that these things are referred to by uh, people around as assassin lakes because uh, it's a fairly silent <laughs> method of, of death from these wow. toxic gases that just build up beneath the lakes yes you also think that this uh, thing was probably absolutely like absolutely fine until the tower was brought down as well <sighs> you uh... <laughs> <laughs> it was probably buried in the silt. You believe that this thing was like probably there, but it was probably inactive. It was probably dormant. It was probably kind of at rest almost until a big old tower fell down around it and uh, upset it. Fucking tiara! It's like when you disturb the silt at the bottom of a river. 
and it gets all cloudy. I will say because you crit succeeded, I will give you... Uh, you know that if you don't deal with it properly, this thing will just keep, keep coming back, uh, like spirits tend to do. But you know if you uh, were to bless the site, uh, around the, or, or like this tower, and uh, like properly bury whatever dead remained, it, you're pretty sure it will move on to the afterlife. Okay, cool. So we need to disperse it for the moment because it's not going to let us get away with that. Oh yeah, yeah. You don't need to deal with it first, but to stop it coming back in the future, you need I've to somehow got... bless this place. Yeah. I've got one question: Is it immune to precision mm-hmm. damage? <laughs> <laughs> it's a cloud, Greg. Oh, my <laughs> use your brain. Uh, I, I will tell you, it's, it's also. It, I, I, yeah, it's immune. Uh, also for free, because uh, you crit, I'll give you it's got the usual like ghost resistance, so it's resistant to all damage apart from force, ghost touch, or positive, and, and double against anything that's not magical. So the common ghost's resistance. I think that's enough information for you, though. And it's immune to precision damage. Yeah, yeah. I mean, luckily you crit, so it's flat-footed for a minute, so you're... Uh... <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> but it's immune. You're an asshole, Dylan. <laughs> you know what? Greg, it's, Until... a, it's a cloud. You can't precise strike a cloud. I'm just, I'm just going to put this out here that until we left for this place, uh, I, uh, Tool did have a ghost touch rapier, but he swapped it out for a cunning rapier. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. Um, yeah. Okay. I've just bombarded you with information. Now finish off your turn. <laughs> yes. So, Tool will relay the relevant points, which is. It is a ghost. I can't and... do shit. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, he is going to he's going to make a strike okay. with his rapier. We'll see what happens. Could you apply the flat-footed condition to this? <laughs> I guess I get. Yeah, actually, no. It is still flat-footed, so it's easier to hit even if. Yeah, uh... still flat-footed. Yeah, there you are. Unless it's immune to flat-footed. Just for you. Just for me. Thank you. Oh, it's a hit. Oh, it's applied some sneak attack there, which it shouldn't. Do. It applies them automatically because it's flat-footed. If it's immune, it's gonna write zero precision. Yeah. Should I do it? Mm-hmm. Should I see it? So it should yeah, take uh, fifteen points. Minus far, uh, however much. Oh, no. yeah, it did. Oh, wow, it worked. Please. Hey, yes. amazing. Resistance res- and immunity and weakness. Immune to precision, resistant to all damage. Minus, yeah. Wow. So it takes five points of damage from that. <sighs> oh. <laughs> 17 points of damage just disappeared from there. Wow. And yeah, like, Tyrrell, like, scuffs at it, and, like, there's a little <laughs> bit of, like, like a screaming face just sort of, like, rear forms, like, Yeah. I am ill suited to this combat. Oh, no. Is that everything? That's it. That was it. There's he broke of inspiration and then struck. Oh, of course. True. Uh, I embark then. Uh, you are surrounded by this yellow gas. Uh, okay. <laughs> yes, please. Everyone else is. Uh, oh no, Mila failed. Everyone else has succeeded. I hope you roll another one. Oh, 30. Oh, oh damn. And hop it on the two there. Wow. <sighs> yeah. Okay. So only Mila's frightened by this thing. And I've had my turn, so I took it off. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry, it stays as long as oh, you're near oh, this thing. Oh, I'll put it back yeah, on. Can't sorry. Be, sorry. Probably back. I should have said that. No, that's absolutely fine. Really uh, happy. Yes, you I do remain it. frightened, one. Yeah. Until you're far away from this thing, or it's dead, I guess. I don't know if I said, but I'm always imagining when Ironbark rages, he sort of plants his branches into the ground, goes down on all mm. fours, and then the yell he does is as the mouth just forms above his cosmic orb, and he right, he yells, uh, "It's like the fart smell is in my brain." <laughs> <laughs> Ray. Ironbark shouts, uh, "Is 
covered up by all the other <laughs> shouts from the cloud. Then uh, I am going to move out of the stupid cloud. <laughs> <laughs> and I am guessing that I can't grab it, so I won't try to do that. But I will try to bite it for all that I'm worth. Come on. I'm flanking with Tyrol, so I should have some flat-footed. Oh, 34 is a hit. Okay. Not quite a crit. Not quite a Pretty crit. Pretty close. Ooh, Ooh that. 27. It's going to reduce it by 10, but that's still 17 points still of damage. 17. There you are, Tyrol. That's the, the 17 you lost. <laughs> <laughs> I got yeah. you, buddy. That's my turn. Perfectly balanced, as all things <laughs> should be. Uh, Milo, we're back onto you at the top of the of round two. Then everyone is sort of spread out around this big cloud. Oh, you, yeah. For some reason, you're finding this a lot scarier than your your friends. <laughs> I am. Seem fine. I do not like it. Okay, so I am going to wave my staff or my greater staff of healing, and I'm going to with Tyrell's information in mind try and inflict some positive damage on it with a heal spell. So I guess this is going to be heal versus undead. He says clicking the right buttons because I've never really done this. There we go. So this can be a fortitude save for you, Dylan, to avoid a decent Ooh. damage roll again of 20 positive damage. Man, Jeremy, you rolled spin. There's just a couple of decent ones in a row. Yeah. 884. Yeah. Come yeah. on. Keep it up. I'll need to because I'm not doing any much damage any other way. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. <laughs> I'm touching it from now on. Yeah. Is this what, uh, what, how many actions is this? This is a two this action. Why? Why would you, you do two? No, you just, you can yeah. touch it. Just do it as one. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. The second action doesn't add anything. Oh. Can I just punch it? Twice. No, I'm not used to, uh, casting these heals uh, to hurt things. Okay, sweet. Alright, then just consider. The second action basically gives it, gives it range, but also increases uh. the healing. Yeah, Which we're living creature, yeah. but it doesn't do anything for it. Yeah. Right. Okay. It was a it was a one action version. Then there you go. Yeah. Save your so actions. I wave my staff. So this is going to be it. a fortitude. So. Yes. Hopefully, it's not as good as its reflex. Eh? Oh, that's a Ooh! fail. Yes. Oh, it's a fail. Excellent. Oh, by one. Oh wow. So it's going to take twenty positive damage, and it's not going to reduce any of that. Wow. Nice. Okay. That was a that was a good. Good use, yeah. I would give you a hero point, but uh, you're full up. I am. I am indeed. <laughs> I'll so take it's one. one action. <laughs> I took three of my four charges from my staff. I'm not sure what else I can do. I can't get away from the sound of it, so I'm, I'm going to use the. Do it again. Yeah, I use a first level from the staff, which will use all my staff charges against it, just to see if I can hurt it a little bit more. <laughs> well, that's pretty lame. Four points on, on just one d8 this time. Failed again, so take four positive damage. <laughs> yeah, if this four, if this four points of damage makes a difference, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna be happy. <laughs> okay, that still leaves me one action. Do it again. <laughs> I'm out of stuff. Just punch it. I could just. You could just try and punch I it. I don't. You've I got no map. I can't yeah. do. It's damage resistance. No, I cannot do its physical just uh, damage resistance with a physical attack. So, uh, I'll, I'll cast my own second level heal against it and repeat oh, three, three times in a row. <laughs> 2d8 for this like, one. Oh. <laughs> Can I fail again? Can you? No. Okay, no. so I only rolled nine. He's only going to take four. But I think I... What was that? Like 29? 28 points 28, of damage. 28 points of damage. Yeah. Uh, 
considering that's more than and that all went through yeah so we all dealt five i mean yeah <laughs> pretty good yeah i mean there was that's more than us two combined yeah actually, yeah you did use what a, a first that a first level a second level and a third level spell on that but uh all one action yeah really good yeah wow. that's what i can do you're just pumping and out these uh these heals into it yeah yeah i, I can't wow. do that again i haven't got that many resources left but uh it's it's not my turn anymore yeah. i hope I hope you don't need to use that for actual healing at any point because uh ah, battle medicine i'm a <laughs> medic i'm amazing yeah it's true <laughs> i think you've just made yourself a little bit of a target yeah. for it though it is gonna gonna turn to you with its i know this attack is called a ghostly hand but i think it's better if one of these faces just sort of screeches out towards you absolutely like goes fr okay. through you as it's it's gonna crit the hell out of me he rolls halfway decent Oh no, sweet. He didn't crit the hell out of you, but he did hit you. He, he does uh, He does what Voldemort does at the end of Philosopher's Stone. After he leaves Quirrell's head. Just oh, we've gone so long without a Harry Potter reference in this campaign, ain't I? You've ruined I it. I know. I made it better. <laughs> I'm going to have to go and read The Wizard of Earthsea so I can make a different wizard joke. <laughs> That's 24 negative yeah. damage from Miller there. Didn't like Ugh. that very much. Ooh. 24 points as this face just screeches out towards you. I'm just mm. gonna give me one second. I'm just gonna see if the book mentions any sort of tactics or if it is just gonna keep <laughs> keep on wailing. It's just gonna keep on wailing. All right. Wailing. You know what? Let's keep choking everyone out again. It can do this with its other two actions. Sounds so it's gonna bombard you all again with visions of death and a feeling of suffocation. Ooh, that's a metal sounding description. <laughs> I'm gonna ask everyone again for another. We'll save, and I'm hoping we get oh, another no. one. <laughs> it's from Tarul this time. Oh, a bad <laughs> roll for Mila. Still getting a 22. Probably not enough. Oh damn. Oh, 20. <laughs> wow, Sarala, you are uh, you're good at this. Sarala is saved. Can take half damage. Uh, Mila and I embark. You have failed. You can take full damage. Tarul, Tarul with an at one. Takes double. Uh -uh. I hope I'm going to roll a little better on this. That's a little better. Okay. 15 points of mental damage. So, uh, uh oh, Tyrell taking 30 points there. Damn. Oh, yeah, he's he fully comprehends what's gone into this. Yeah, you're like, oh, I've got all of these people who died like so long ago. They're they're stealing my breath, <laughs> trying to choke you out like they did. That's its whole turn. What a fun little. It's quite accurate that the yellow cloud fight. Everyone's health is in the yellow. <laughs> Tyrell. We're onto you. I still green. Yours is yellowy green. You can update its name now if you like. Put it back. Oh yeah. This cream. My turn. I will cast a spell. What a surprise! I'm the me. You know what? Oh, sorry to interrupt, Sarlor, but I think Bark Junior should have been making those will saves as well. Uh, I guess. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna make two. Twenty. I don't know the rules on. I know familiars don't, but animal companions do, right? What do you mean? Well, animal companions are part of the fight, so obviously they will have to do them. Is it a familiar or not? It's a familiar, but he he's on me. He's on my shoulder. Yeah, but as a game master, you can just ignore familiar and fight, because we will kill most familiar very easily. Especially when you roll a nat one. I feel like there is a thing that... I feel like there is a thing where familiars don't have to... No, but that was the whole thing, why I took Tattoo Transformation. Yeah. Then he doesn't take area things uh, unless you okay. specifically target him. Oh, is that mentioned in the in the tattoo thing? Yeah. Yeah. So the first one was 11. 
Oh, it does say, yeah, it isn't affected by area effects. It must be targeted separately. Yeah, yeah so, uh, okay. Sure, okay, I guess it is uh, area effects, yeah. Yeah, he uh, he is down and he's dying too. Fuck. Shit. So you can bring a new, you can get a new familiar back after like a week though, can't you? Sure. After a week, I think. It's not the end of the world no. if he dies. Now, it might be quite sad. Grow a new one out of your tattoo. Yeah, grow a new yeah, one. I'll have to practice his dying breath in Cockney. Um. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sarah, back to you. Uh, yes, as I was saying, I'm going to cast a spell. But I think I'm going to do something else. It might be risky. Might be too risky. I'm not going to do the other thing. <laughs> I no, will. no, do it. No, risky's good. But th there's a chance of fireball, and it will not be a good idea. <laughs> uh, two will be fine. You can place it so we're not affected, I think. But I might be affected and I don't want to be affected. <laughs> so I will not do it. Because I, I will not keep... I did put the uh, Rod of Wonder in my inventory. Oh, okay. oh yeah. I think you've even... Oh, the chance of fireball on that is very small. I'll be honest, I'm, it's, if anyone is going to use it, it's probably be me. Because I yeah. don't always have a good spell to cast. So, I'm free to waste my turn on that. This might not be immune to mental effects because it is a ghost. Yeah, it might not be. We can take a guess. Oh, Tarul, you create. You, you think it can still be affected by mental. Mental slash fear. Well. Yeah, I mean, it's. Kind of, I mean, it's, it's technically not mindless. Okay, well. Weirdly. In that case, it's a lot of minds. Despair. Oh no. Oh, the no, agonizing it's already guy. sad enough, Sarah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm not seeing anything there that it is immune to, so I guess it uh, you can make, cause it pain and yeah. If the knowledge guy says it's not immune to that kind of stuff, I will throw <laughs> agonizing despair at the agonizing despair ball of sulfur. <laughs> uh, it's will save is just as good as its reflex though. Oh. oh. Yeah, yeah that's a it's very good. So he will be frightened one and take half damage. Half, damage yeah. half of twelve, and with my third action, <laughs> two. Oh no, it's not even two. It's taken half of. T oh, it probably doesn't take any then. Yeah. Half of twelve would be six, and that's reduced to yeah. Oh, and with, well, I mean, you made it frightened. Yeah. With my last action, I'm gonna shield myself. Very smart. Resistant to all damage. Ten. Yeah. Except those yeah, damage. Wow. Yeah. The the normal ghost resistance. Resistance to all but positive and force. Double if non-magic. Mm -hmm. Every time a party fight like a lot of ghosts, I always wonder how long it takes until one of them does get ghost touch. And, like you've fought a couple now. And you well, still haven't got have it. Have we? <laughs> I I remember the stone ghost not being a ghost. <laughs> oh yeah. That's the true. poltergeist was a ghost. Maybe just the poltergeist in this then. We haven't fought I, many. I had it. And also, I don't use a weapon. And I also didn't remember magic missile today. You, uh, you, you're getting really shown up by uh, Mila here. Mila's doing a lot of damage to it. <laughs> you're just stabbing it with a little pointy stick. <laughs> yeah, that is, that's exactly what Tyrol is doing. Fortunately, that's kind of what he's got. Because I, I was looking at a uh, chill touch as well. But it's technically a living creature, isn't it? I don't know if a spirit would be considered a living creature. Yeah, you know what, let's cast Chill Touch. It's, it's, it's only taking up two actions, so let's find out. I feel like you would know with your crit success before if it was a living creature. That's true. That's such a fucking strange one. Because mm. it doesn't have the undead trait, but it's also 
transformed life, maybe? But also you wouldn't deal negative damage to it, would you? Because I think for this, it makes sense to count Chill Touch as if it was an undead creature. It's, spirits are tricky. Yeah. Spirits are ephemeral creatures defined by their spiritual self and often lacking in a physical form. That is the trait. That is the extent of the trait. It's tricky because I guess ghosts in Pathfinder aren't like always undead. I guess Chill Touch just wouldn't work. I feel like a spirit could never be living. Well, yeah, because it's kind mm. of neither. It's not dead or alive. We'll go with the the, the, the undead option oh, for Chill Touch, yeah. But if it's undead, that sucks. I'm not doing that. Because it does no <laughs> oh, damage okay. to the undead. <laughs> well, it deals negative. You can deal negative damage if you want to this. This, no, on a. Um, so, for Chill Touch, to be clear, undead creature. If it fails to save, it's flat-footed. If it's critically fails, yeah. it's fleeing. That's it. There's no damage. But you don't want to do the other one. The other one, if it's a living creature, it deals negative damage equal to 1d4 plus spellcasting modifier. So that's where the damage that is. On, you don't want to do that on this. Yeah, it's probably going to have negative healing. It can't. Does it have negative healing? It's not undead. That's true. And I think it's... I think it's... A it's, so, um, it's... It's it's not alive or dead. I'm, it's a confusing... Mix. <laughs> well, okay. Let's maybe just... okay. Maybe it's maybe it's an alive creature that is. Um, I don't know. Like maybe it's an alive creature that was caused by the death of others because it's kind of like their souls rather than their actual body. Let's like just undead. That's the body coming back to it. life. This is yeah. <laughs> let's just not do chill touch. <laughs> for bomb. That is a, a hit. hit for. That what would be 18 points of damage? It's uh, flat-footed. Oh, and flat-footed. Yes. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Three points, points of damage. Of damage to Jesus. <laughs> God damn it! That's another hit. Another hit. Ah, for 19 points of damage. <laughs> that's one. <laughs> that's because oh, your uh, yeah your your sneak attack was a lot on that one, and it's just getting rid of all of your sneak attack. Come Mother on, you've dealt four fact. points of damage. We will cast shield for our final action. Smart choice. <laughs> oh, he hasn't oh, done that, I think, in a book. <laughs> this is a fun fight. I am Buck. Oh, oh, GMs, it's so much fun when you just throw a, a creature at your player that everyone's absolutely useless against. Yeah. Greg has sworn at me and left. <laughs> I am going to uh, try to channel Mila, because I will use battle medicine on Bark Jr. So he heals nine points, and he is independent and can fly, so he's just gonna move away. Bye! Yeah, fuck this, I'm out! <laughs> Save yourself! Oh, dear. And then, uh, second action, I'm going to keep biting this thing. Oh, so nice, that's a hit. hit. You managed to strike it. 25. Oh, it's almost like you're taking a big old, big old bite out of the ice cream. I'm happy this is... I don't have taste buds! <laughs> it's a weird sensation. And that's like candy floss, but just a horrible tasting candy floss. And one more swing, and it misses. That's my turn. Okay, so you deal 15 points of damage. I mean, amazingly, for as useless as you all are, this thing is looking injured. As useless as we all are. Shut up. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, Mila, as useless as everyone else is. You're, you're doing great, Mila. Uh, Keep it up. Still not. <laughs> I'm feeling useful anymore, and it's nearly my turn. You can do a three action heal. Oh, that would hurt it and heal everyone. Yeah, yeah, the thing is, I've got a first level remaining heal spell. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He's not a cleric, he doesn't have a shit ton of healing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sadly. 
<laughs> so we're so really early into the morning as well. Like yeah. you, you rocked up in so the morning. I'm going to uh, move yeah. uh, to my right uh, to the east to become adjacent to Ironbark, and this is going to be a doctor's visitation for using the battle medicine freebie. Ooh. Just to get a bit of... Uh, battle medicine, you can do it again after an hour, is it? I think it's probably... Been yes, an and hour. it's an hour per person. Yeah, because yeah. you did it on Ironbark in, in the Fialvo fight. And that's because you're from... a medic? Yes, it is yeah. because I am a medic. And so... Yeah, I think between packing all the tents up and uh, waiting for... Yeah, to rule to run off and stuff <laughs> yeah, over again. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, I, I thought I could probably get away with that one. So there's a... Not great. Add two to that for the greater healing staff. So it's 25 points of healing to iron bar. That's Ooh. not on treat wounds. That's oh, is it not? Okay, cool. Spells. Um, getting fucking tired of you correcting me, Aina. <laughs> 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 uh, and then seeing that Aina, that Ironbark is really the only one that's going to be a f- super effective that I could actually help. Um, I am going to cast from my wizard spells a haste upon him in case that is somehow useful to have another action. Oh. That is going to be the end of my turn. I mean, yeah, if I embark hits, it's usually about yeah. 15 points of damage. It's, exactly. Because uh... <laughs> this thing could, you know, a few bad rolls, this thing could take out more than one of us uh, pretty quickly. Unfortunately, it's turn now. It's gonna. <laughs> Have you been watching Alien recently or something? (laughs) No. (laughs) No, but I've been practicing my alien noises. (laughs) Pretty decent. (laughs) Who's a lot? I know it's. Alien Bark was probably the last one to hurt it a lot. Uh, I'm just going to do free. Uh, I'm not going to do the the, the choke ability this time because honestly, the damage is kind of shit compared to just. It doesn't do much. So I'm going to do just three melee strikes. I'm going to go Ironbark, and then I think Mila because of the positive damage, and then probably end up on Tarul. Just because Saralar's done, like, fuck all this fight. I don't think it's even though Saralar is a thing. Uh, so, <laughs> so Ironbark, you're getting the, the first oh, strike. Shit. Oh, shit. Oh! You've just had some uh, healing done, so... Oh, good vibe that It's not healing. too bad. Shit. 44 points of negative uh, to, to Ironbark. Uh, another uh, gaseous face is just gonna come screaming out towards Mila and uh, see if it can whack you again. No. Nope. Oh, that on the twenty and then went to a two, uh, and then with its final action, it's gonna shoot out another face towards. Ah 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 No. Oh, dodge. dodge. Oh, you don't need to. You don't no, need no. to. It missed. Wow, we did a critical hit, a miss, and then a critical miss, and then at the end of its turn, it's uh, frightened. Is gonna gonna go because it's no longer scared. I wouldn't be afraid of Saralar then. <laughs> Saralar, Saralar, what would Saralar do? Uh, suffer. <laughs> I <laughs> was not ready to fight that kind of creature. None of us were. <laughs> no. no one was. Well, I, I normally always prepare magic missile. I chose not to today. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would have been good. Oh. Well, yeah, I will cast a ray of frost at it. And I will miss. Oh no! Oh, Sarah. And then I'll shield myself. This is not Sarah's fight. Uh, no. Uh, Give me <laughs> ten minutes. Then. I'm gonna switch out my spell for a magic missile. <laughs> <laughs> just run back into one of the buildings. Yeah, back into the guard post. You'll be fine. Just survive Tarul. for ten minutes, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is really unfortunate. They're all um, 
<laughs> is as useful. It's good. He's just going to attack three times. That's essentially. Oh! oh, 36 flanking. That's got to be a That crit. is a critical hit. Whoop. Yeah. Critical. Oh, hit. immune to crits. Oh, no, I'm kidding. Oh, oh you're kidding. One, 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 one. Just, just, wait, just wait to see how much God damage awful. that does. Just wait. <laughs> That's just wait. See terrible. how much gets through. What's that D8 for? That's deadly. Okay. Yeah, dead. <laughs> <laughs> crit for five damage! Five point crit. Oh, yes! Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> it was 25 and it was reduced by quite a lot. Yeah. Fucking garbage. <gasps> it's going to hit again. Oh, can it be more than five? Ooh. Nope. Oh, it might be more than five. <laughs> Takes no <laughs> damage. <laughs> oh, yeah, because the base attack only dealt nine there. Oh, to rule. And that's a critical miss on the last attack. You know what, guys, you need to, you need to, like, you, you should move around to Ironbark and start aiding Ironbark's hits and do, you know, there's lots of tactics you can do. I mean, I guess you are where you are, even if you are useless, you are still giving Ironbark flanking, so you this are. This is, you're, you're making some valid points, however, fuck you. Ironbark <laughs> <laughs> win. Ironbark, we're on to, we're on to you. I'm just saying, like, you know, Madness is doing the same thing four turns in a row. <laughs> No, 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 no. Madness is doing the same thing and expecting different results. As long as we're expecting we the okay. same results. At least Teru's expecting no damage, yeah. Okay. Uh, yes, I buck. Did seven points of damage, that's something. Yeah. It's more than me. That's true. Okay. Ironbark just hit so hard that even with a big resistance you can still do damage, yes. yeah. Ironbark the joy of being a barbarian. Dude, uh, he's just gonna... Bite as many times as he possibly can, and Pull. do it four times. Yeah, wow. <laughs> oh, I'll get the nat one cards ready. Oh, hit. That's a that's a hit. Ooh, oh, thirty-four. Damn. Jesus. Twelve and eleven. Hello. Now that's taken twenty-four points of damage from that. Yeah, that's ticked it into near death. You might finish it this turn. Oh, second <gasps> attack is a hit. Come on, I'm back. For a one and eleven for twenty-three. Oh, oh, it's still alive, but it's helpful. It's I like, have oh, two it's, more twins. Oh, come on, please miss them both. <sighs> That's a miss. Oh, oh, and a miss. Oh my god, it's literally on like the tiniest bit of Mila. Three action uh, heal. That's the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're all injured. Anyway. That's actually a really. That is actually a really good play right now. Three action heal. Even if it is level one, it's going to be precisely what, a D eight to everyone. Yeah, precisely what I'm going to do. Seven points. Everyone can heal a little bit. Everyone gets seven points of healing. This creature takes seven points of damage, which is enough. <laughs> he he ah. gets a save, Dylan. Yeah, he gets a saving throw. Oh. Oh uh, well, unless the crit succeed, he will mm -hmm. die. Oh, Any failure. No. Very like, good. Because even on a <laughs> oh success, God. he will take half, which will be three, and he had two life. What? So, An appalling the, um, the, the, the cloud starts to break up as you burst it with this last bit of, of positive healing. The, the sort of the gas that holds it all together sort of starts dissipating into the uh, air. But these screaming faces that have sort of been sort of screeching around within the gas. You see they all, uh, instead of dissipating, they all sort of like break apart from the cloud and you watch as these sort of just these gaseous faces just sort of dive bomb into the ground beneath where this tower is. Okay. Hope he doesn't have any older friends around. Yeah. Tarul, you, uh, you think you've got a few days? 
We will need to back. sanctify this ground in order to prevent its re-emergence or bury its dead. But they're probably under that. And he points at the brass roof that's now <laughs> It could on be the a floor. good task <laughs> for the student. Oh, that's a dangerous task <laughs> for the students. I, yeah, I just want to be very clear. This, uh, the thing, the shrieking that we were making, the saving throws against, that was an actual physical noise, or was that screaming in our heads? Because screaming out loud outside could potentially attract a lot of attention or alert people. Oh, the, we so the, 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 the cries that you were hearing, the aura that it had that frightened you, that is an actual, they're like, they are loud. That it's loud, it's real screaming. noise, okay. Yeah. So anything, we have to assume that anything here knows we're here. <laughs> yeah. The choking was sort of uh, an illusion, sort of mental thing. Like you probably, I mean, you probably were getting choked out from the gas, but it probably felt a lot worse in your heads than it actually was. To rule, I'm going to ask you very quickly to give me a blood sort of city law. Ooh, very quickly. Ah, da, 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 as quickly as I You say quickly, Greg, come on. Ah, very ah, quickly, Greg, ah, come ah. on. <laughs> is it to recall knowledge or is it? Uh, just, uh, yeah, yeah oh, just whatever. I'll just whatever. throw it, just take off one if it doesn't count. Okay. You have no idea what this tower was initially built for. You, yeah, you could guess at best bet it was probably a couple stories high. Uh, so maybe it was a watchtower in the middle, uh, keeping an eye out on the uh, over the lakes and the mountains. Uh, and obviously it's been brought down and, uh, and all the bricks have been sort of spread around from where this explosion happened. You think from just studying the bricks here, it seems almost like the, the, the lower level, the, the, the stonework's different. You can almost sort of piece like the, the, the brick from like each story. You you think that they they were built at different periods of time. So maybe this was just one story and then it, it got taller. Maybe so like a, a couple hundred years later or so. Like you can almost like age the dates. You, you actually think maybe this wasn't one civilization. You think maybe at some point in time these were ruins and they were repurposed into a city that just built on top of those ruins, just looking at the, the sort of the stones here. And you think that maybe, maybe whatever happened is like just a reoccurring thing, like a civilization moves in and then gets wiped out and then a new one moves in, builds more, wipes out. You, you think there's something weird, yeah, like, I mean this is definitely a dangerous place to be. But yeah, like the, the very lower levels of this tower, the, the, the stones definitely date a lot further back than some of the ones that would have been near the top of the tower, for sure. Do they all have dragon iconography on them? I think this tower is probably too not destroyed. Too, yeah, probably too destroyed to, to, to tell. Okay. Do you want me to give you a uh, now that the the frets? Oh, sorry. Yes, I am up. I want to try something. Okay. If uh, Tyrol indicated that the remains of these whatever died to create this is underneath this copper roof, Ironbark is going to. You want to try to lift it. Step up and try to lift it. Holy shit. I am going wow. to a lifting belt, activate my lifting belt. Is it eight ball? <laughs> yes. Uh, let me just quickly look at... Uh, it's... Is it... Did I say copper or... You said copper. Bro a bronze. Oh, spider. bronze. Oh, maybe copper. you said bronze. No, it was bronze. Yeah. No, copper's the sort of... It's a red silt color, but the, oh. the, it's definitely bronze tower. Okay. How much does bronze weigh? Let's have a look. <laughs> <laughs> a lot? Was it copper and tin? I cannot. If, if it's more, I can just uh, roll athletics if you want to see if I can actually lift it. Say, it's five millimeters thick. 
I think you might need to roll. I don't okay. think. Does the does the lifting belt just let you do it if it's under? It lets nine me do bolt. it if it's eight bulk or less, as if it were weightless. Okay. No, I feel like it's you're gonna need to put kilos. a bit of effort into this. Okay. Six. A uh, uh, quick calculation: six hundred kilos. Okay. It's quite yeah, a lot of well, kilos. I, I, I mean, <laughs> that's doable though for Iron Bar. Sure, it's but the thing. I also don't want to like. Clean it over my head. I just want to lift That's it. That's right. Maybe you know, turn it over, so we can get at yes. what's underneath it. It's pro. It's probably a hollow roof, is what I take mm. in as an estimation. Can you do that in pounds, Greg? Because just... average about one bulk is ten pounds. Thirteen hundred <laughs> yeah. and something. Uh, yeah. right, Thirteen, okay. fourteen hundred and some change. Oh. Yeah. I feel like that's gonna be a very. I mean, it's not like solid bronze. It's like probably bronze plating made like into a, a oh, spire yeah. shape. So it's probably not Still. like solid. It'd be it'd be bronze over a wooden frame or stone frame at the max. But uh, if the point of this is to get to the place with the where the bodies that we need to sanctify are. With a magical lifting belt, I think there's a, a chance that you might just be able to not even lift it, but just like tip it over. Mm. What yeah. What are you saying, Jeremy? Um, I'm saying if if the if the point is to get to the place where the bodies are to put the spirit to rest, so the damn thing doesn't come back, mm-hmm. is it possible that the roof didn't actually fall directly down, and in fact it's under the whatever you call it, like the bottom of the tower, not under where the roof is? Because that it doesn't seem yeah, like maybe, the roof would fall straight down. Yeah. I think the implication was is that the walls went outwards and the roof then moved down straight. Oh, okay. That's so I, I yeah. Way. So so I imagine it was once a big tower with a, a spire on top. Uh, the middle bit of this tower has been blown out. Yeah, the stones have been blown out to the side. Like it probably got exploded from the inside, obviously. So the walls collapsed, oh, okay. and then what was left of the walls and the tower probably just came down. Like the tower, I think the spire isn't. It's probably not like right up against the ground. Like there's probably a few bits of stone and brick remaining, but it's probably now just like basically if probably a few stone bricks high and then just this big spire and everything else is just rubble around okay i mean it probably didn't go straight down and like sit nicely on top yeah but, so it's probably a little sideways this spire now but uh, yeah yeah okay all we need is physics on our side uh, do you remember everybody remember their lessons on pulleys and levers that's all we need. We need to we need multipliers, and this is easily achieved. And uh, we have all these climbing kits we could purpose to the uh, you know, to the job. We need a scaffolding to put it on as well. That could take the weight. I don't think Fuck! there's any osh any osh around. <laughs> oh, but you can't lift this thing. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I rolled a five for a twenty-five, so I I fail. Yes. Again, you try and lift this up, even with your armbands of athleticism. This week's just, yeah. You, too, might too say, uh, you almost see like br- his branches snap, almost like. Oh, oh. Strength. oh God! <laughs> and he can't do it. Perhaps we can do this another way. And Turul will take out the cube that they found. <laughs> <laughs> And he would like to place it under one edge of the uh, um, of the roof. I so, love this so much. I don't think that <laughs> counts. <laughs> like just there, so that just on the edge of it, so that it's not going underneath to lift the roof up entirely onto it, but it puts the roof up at an angle, like one of those traps you leave for people where you pull the stick out. <laughs> the cardboard box. For, for people in the alley, Greg, not for animals. <laughs> you know, for people in the alley. Greek. 
Okay. Yeah. What? No further questions. Yet. What person <laughs> wouldn't fall for that? That's what I'm thinking. Oh my so God. let me get this right. Like where there's a little gap under the the, the bronze spire here, you are putting the little cube and gonna grow it, basically. Now, uh, yeah, usually usually the structured trait says it has to be free of other structures, but I think this is just a fun idea. I think I'm going to probably allow it, because <laughs> yeah. it's just cool. <laughs> You're just putting a tiny little cube of stone beneath this spire, and you just... Uh, I don't even think there's a... How, how's the, what's the activation like on this? It's just a, a command. So I guess when you identified it, you'd figure out what the just command click is. click your fingers. And it grows to fill a, 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 a solid square... No That's more than twenty feet big. on either side. So you, but you could make. I mean, you could make a full twenty foot cute square, or you could cute like that. That's that's huge. Yes, it is. There's no need for it to be that big. No, I wanted it. I wanted it ten by ten. Okay, by ten. So for the third dimension. <laughs> Great. Well, now we can get to work with our stolen tools, sloughing about in the cellar. Oh, I was trying to draw walls there, and it didn't let me for some reason. That's a shame. Do you want oh, like just like just like here? There's a big. There's now a big big cube of stone. Yeah, a cube of stone, just half into the tower, <laughs> half out. Sure. So you put it in in between the walls, and it just suddenly expands when you click your fingers to uh, yeah, be a ten foot cube. And the, the the roof, I guess. I mean, I imagine a big, huge chunk of stone appearing out of nowhere is probably stronger than stone's stronger than bronze, surely. I mean, I'm no. It has a 10 by 10 by 10 cube of stone would weigh Just dozens of tons. Just big old chunk of stone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now now instead, it, where it grows, it lifts this uh, this uh, bronze spire with it. And it is now essentially looking like a trap you'd leave in the alleyway for someone. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, so I, I'd imagine now this, uh, it's almost like this now. <laughs> Whereas that's like being lifted up. Oh, good try. Yes. Yeah, it's a cone that's just been tilted, yeah. tilted to the side. So now, like, yeah. it's still, uh, like, it's still touching the ground one side of the tower, but you can kind of scooch into the cone now and see. And it, it, like, when you say a cone, it's like this is like a big old spire. It's like fifteen foot across. But yes, is anyway. it hollow? Uh, yeah, you know, what? I think it's probably probably hollow. Yeah, it would have to be hollow, otherwise it would probably have crushed whatever was underneath it. If it was a solid yeah. block of bronze. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's definitely hollow. I uh, got into a stone weight calculator. And yes. a block of grey granite that is 10 by 10 by 10 feet weighs 82 tons. Oh my god. <laughs> well, it's we have a solution to remove it. <laughs> we do have four barrels of explosive outside. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, now that this is here, it is just staying here until yeah. you <laughs> destroy it or blow it up. Yeah. Uh, um, amazing. So you can... Sorry, yes. Just give us a level up so I can learn stone to mod. No, wait, it's transmutation. <laughs> I don't have transmutation. Unfortunately, um, the inside of this tower is pretty much what you would have expected from a tower that's been blown out. There's a lot of this sort of uh, red brick stonework that has uh, built the the uh, the tower. A lot of the bricks would have fallen sort of from the explosion, so the ground is covered by a lot of a lot of silt. You would probably have to dig through it, but it's also got a lot of rubble from the explosion on top of it, so uh, the inside, it's going to be a job if you want to try and see if there's anyone buried. Like, this is, you could dedicate the rest of the day to it if you want. Or many hand makes good work. To rule you, you, from your check on the, on the spirit, you know that you've got at least two days 
Like the fastest it would come back is in two days' time. Perhaps anchor root could outroot our anchor the spirits. <laughs> we have good bones for her. I'm actually gonna gonna roll the secret check to see how long you have. Let me take a note just in case. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, I mean, yes, the students could, if you want to bring them here, they could start clearing it out. And so one of them might have divine knowledge or something to purify spirit. Yeah, absolutely. But also, I think we've got time in the rest of today to make sure that there's no, like, I don't know, dragons hiding in towers. Yes. And then we, we obviously won't sleep here tonight because we don't want to sleep in a place where there's had multiple civilization collapses due to toxic gas. <laughs> For real, from where from where you are, do you want me to? Because um, I, I I sort of described these first few buildings, the the towers, the big collapsed one, but now you can sort of see a few more buildings. And Ironbox moved towards one. Do you want me to uh, sort of give you a, a nice scene of what Abs- you're absolutely? I would love looking at. Uh, so now where you are, you can actually see the the um, it was a little hidden from you, but this uh, the very very edges of this Turwa Lake. It looks like blood. It looks like a, a, a blood beach, basically. Uh, like, this sort of this iron-rich silt. More inland, it's more orangey, but right where the waters are pulling in this sediment from the lake and washing it up on the shore, it is bright red. <laughs> it looks like someone has just... It looks like there's been a massacre on the on the beaches here. You can actually just about see the edges of, of the lake there, and yes, all this sort of red, iron-rich silt is just churning up in the, in the waves. So you can see a few more buildings from here. Uh, there's this uh, one that Ironbark is walking towards, actually. I think this less looks like it's... This is less of a building and uh, more of... Uh, everyone's healing up while I'm describing. That's fun. <laughs> uh, you can see there's almost like an, an, an awning uh, of, of like wooden stone that's uh, somehow with, withheld the tests of time sitting up above the silt. And uh, inside it looks like it's got some sort of... Uh, uh, um, an it- an ex- oh my god, hang on. Let me let me read this because I'm just fucking speaking all over the words. <laughs> it's hard to speak and read at the same time. A group theorem multiple heels there, if you want to read more Sorry. Oh, amazing. I w- I'm missing one. <laughs> you see a fairly large building here that has um sort of this big uh yeah awning of wood and stone that sort of hangs out over the eaves of the roof here and through the outside walls here a very long exterior like mural. And it looks like there was an awning built over the top of it to protect it from the elements. So this uh, large building where Ironbark's near, the entire outside is all this huge mural wrapping around the building. To the south there, just up against the the city wall, you do see probably a... a, It was probably once a little little shop. I mean, I'm I'm assuming you're not... This is just from what you see outside before you explore inside. This probably looks like actually maybe even like a barn or a a little storage room. Uh, Where Saralar just was, this big open empty space in the middle here. There's signs, even though they are mostly buried in the silt, there are signs of market stalls here. You imagine that whatever happened probably came on a, a, happened quickly on a day where there was a market set up in this sort of open area here. So there's so wooden planks sticking the out. Uh, there's, uh, you see some colourful fabrics that would have probably been, you know, slung over like the, the stalls of the market here. There's, uh, <laughs> unfortunately you do see like the skeleton of like a, a couple mules just laying atop the sand here. Uh, might be some goodies if you want to dig around under this sort of open area here for a while. Uh, that's an excavation project for the students. Uh, Ironbark, I mean, I know you, did, you you ran to the south, but I imagine there's one building that you would have wanted to run to more. That's true. Than that. This 
other circular tower like building here. The large here. circular one close to the shore is the hatchery. Very, very also. close to the shore. In fact, it probably the, the tides of this lake probably do come up and, and surround it as well, looking at the, the where there's sort of crimson crimson sand is around it. Yes. Uh, this is a massive circular building, and this again has a mosaic running entirely around it. Depicting, you can see sort of just, just from a glance, it looks like it's a mosaic of a, just a cloudy sky, so it almost makes the building look as if it's just not there at all. If, if like the sky behind it was the sim same sort of shade and with clouds in, you'd imagine this would blend right in. You can see from a glance there's some flowing draconic script circling the building, there's uh, lots of almost like patterned mosaic pieces around the lower levels of this this tower as well. It looks like this is a, a very, very decorated tower. You do spot here to the eastern side of this tower. Ooh, to rule. Ooh, you spot something you don't like. You spot another big old barrel. Ugh. Looks like it's been placed here. You see there's a, a thin vertical sort of line running through the mosaic, right where that big S is on the map. Uh, yeah. <laughs> No sign of opening it, but uh, yeah, there is a crate of explosives right next to this sort of seam in the mosaic. Uh, luckily, still there, not blown up yet. This one I can lift. Lifting belt, rip, barrel, mm -hmm. gone. Like a donkey gone. Yes. You can put it with the Wait. four other outside. Mm -hmm. Where are you putting it? Uh, are you walking all the way back outside? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna add it to our loot. So, is does this building look like it's open roofed? Like there's no, like the roof is gone. Ooh. Like they're like, like it's deliberately allowing creatures to fly in and out. That's a good question. Does, and does anyone speak Draconic, by the way? Because that might be a nice clue that's already written yes. on the wall. Yeah. It, no, it looks like there is again a, a, a much bigger bronze spire on this one. Wow. Uh, so it wouldn't be open topped. I think most of the circular buildings, oh, it looks like it was some sort of a style choice when, when they built up the city. Uh, but this is a the most impressive looking one. Yeah, Tyrol speaks Draconic. Oh, okay. To the eastern side uh, here, you've got a few more like these little smaller stone uh, buildings were probably again shops and uh, more residential areas behind. I do want to say as well, this uh, what we're seeing here isn't the whole of, of Blood Salt. Uh, the actual, actually, to the western side of this map, there are more buildings that sort of continue off, off the map. But okay. they are. Not on this map because they, they are, are not just like residencies. They're not narratively relevant. Otherwise, we'd be looking at the map of the small go poke village. around, but you feel like this is gonna be the yeah yeah. The, just in case everyone's wondering why this is called a city and it's like like what, like a dozen buildings. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably more of this, but this is like the main sort of this is kind of like the city square or like where where like the the, the you can imagine from like the shops and the market and the big towers. This is like a cultural centre, isn't it? The cultural centre, yeah, and, and everything else is probably just... Uh, this is the bit that's inside the city wall. The, there's residencies outside the, the wall, but this is like the, yeah, within the, the guarded area, within the wall. Sorry, you you said you can read Draconic? Yes, Tyrol can read Draconic, and speak it if he wishes to. Along with a few other languages that probably aren't relevant. <laughs> I have uh, sent Greg a message saying this is written in flowing Draconic scripts circling the building. Is an odd phrase. What is? Defend to the death those who defend us. So that's on the hatchery, is it? That is, yes. This uh, this big tower you're looking at. Um, so there's a. Uh, oh, so uh, the the 
most of the top half is this huge mural of a, a cloudy sky. Just below the mural there's a, a few sort of rows of, of brick where this is written in flowing script, just circling the building, repeated over and over again. Defend from what is my question? This is a relationship between the people of the city and the dragons that were roosting here. They could possibly lay their eggs within the hatchery. Once hatched, a cloud dragon could easily slip through that slit in the mosaic in the form of a cloud. Oh, good deduction. Good deduction. So the instructions really to the city, to the people of the city to protect the hatchery. And the dragons will protect them. Because the grown dragons protect the city, yeah. And okay, there's a question. Do cloud dragons have the power to keep gas away? Oh, like the mush, the the gas that we should... Oh, I have a look at my silver thingy. Is it tarnishing at all? Uh, not yet, no. Cool, good. Just thought I'd remember it exists. <laughs> so, the reason the people's civilizations could have died out and then they reinitiated is because the dragons were there. Well, or the people either failed the dragons and then people moved in and made new packs with the dragons. You imagine they wouldn't be able to um, hold back like a, if if it was like the this large sort of toxic gas that rises up from the from the waters. You imagine they wouldn't be able to stop it, but they could maybe you know, help help the the townsfolk out, or, or maybe like try and flap their wings to make a bit of like breathable air within it to help people get to safety. Uh, I suppose they could turn into a cloud, and then people could breathe there. <laughs> Whilst, whilst they escape. Uh, take a take a drag on the dragon. Is that what you're saying? Like they 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 you, okay. So you know, cloud dragons can definitely uh, produce like gust of winds innately at will. So they could basically try and blow gas out of the way if they needed to. So they probably would be able to do something. Not like get rid of it completely, but they could probably combat it enough for people to evacuate. That's cool. Yeah, so so there could have been a mutually beneficial relationship between the people who lived here and the dragons. That would explain why the hatchery itself is inaccessible. Everyone who's uh, who's close, give me a give me a perception check quickly. Can I ask a question as well? Yes. Uh, like Tyrol noticed that they there were different uh, the levels of the tower were constructed in different times. Did he share this? Yeah, he did. Was there? Could he tell? If there were like the same difference between the levels, what I'm thinking currently is like, isn't it like locusts or something that come back at once every 20 years? Like it was some sort of cyclical thing? Oh, yeah, like it's a natural phenomenon that yeah. reoccurs regularly. Exactly. Mm. That's I what don't I'm think thinking. there was enough information for that. Oh, okay. From what you can tell, with this building in particular, like the, the 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 there's like it rises up a few like a little bit, probably like like to one story height of normal normal stones, and then after that the mosaics the cloudy mosaic starts and goes right up to the top. So you imagine the mosaic bit of the building was built in one go, uh, and that's a lot taller. Okay. Uh, but maybe the bottom half was like just a round building that then one civilization turned into this big hatchery. Mm. On that tower, mm. when did the mosaic start appearing? Was it on the first floor, the, second, the ground floor, or the second floor? This tower, you can only really see two two changes, or, or, or 
I guess yeah. one change, two civilizations building. Uh, you imagine maybe this goes underground. Maybe the silt has come in and, and yeah, there's uh, like a uh, lot the destroyed more tower. Sorry, well. not the hatch. Oh, the destroyed tower. You. What, did, what was the question? <laughs> so essentially, the idea is if one civilization was using mosaics as part of their construction mm -hmm. process, if it's on the ground floor of the destroyed tower, that means it's an initial, an original thing, and then the hatchery seems like it's the most recent. All right, so the most recent one. Okay. The, so the hatchery takes up. Yeah. So the people who were living here in the hatchery were the last set of people that we currently know of, because there might have been a cycle after that that just didn't bother to build up the tower. Hmm. You can probably imagine, like, maybe the people who first came here maybe didn't even have this relationship with cloud dragons. Maybe it yeah, could have exactly. just been the latest civilization. Yeah. There's no reason to assume they were all the same. No. I asked for a, uh, a few perception checks. Uh, Mila, you're just looking at this nice sky. Uh, so Sarah, <laughs> actually. You're both just like, yeah, that's pretty good, good pretty good art, art, uh, worksmanship. Uh, Jerul and, and Ironbuck, you both see that uh, within this uh, mural, you can see a few draconic words within like some of the clouds on this mural. Uh, and it looks like they've been dated as well. Oh, what does this say? Does anyone else speak Draconic? I, pres I presume Saralar speaks Draconic. No. No. Okay. I'm yeah, surprised. you can read one that says like Zodroth, and uh, that's dated for 300 years or so, like about, let's see. They're all dated from, like, it's, it's almost like, yeah, they're dated a couple hundred years at a time, and then when that ends, there's a, a new one for maybe like 100, 200 years, and it sort of goes in chunks like that. There are probably a few that are small, like 40, 50 years, but uh, quite a lot of them do last quite a long time. At least the births of dragons. They do look like draconic names. Uh, do, do we recognise any of these from history? Not any major ones, no. Greg, you, or sorry, Tyrol even, you, you rolled pretty well. You do spot that there's one one sort of mosaic tile fairly low down the uh, the, the, the mural. You can probably actually reach up and, and touch it if you want. Uh, that has a, a start date, but uh, is just left. It's almost like got a year and then dashed and then like a place for a second year, but there's not one. Oh, so, not, so some of the others have like year to year. Oh yeah, all of all of the others are like one year to another year, like a start and an end. What's the name on this one? Uh, this is Examy. 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 Let's say Examy because it's got a little. Uh, that's a that's a cool, better pronunciation. Examy. And it has Ixamay. one. Well, is that a birth and death? Is it a start and finish? Is it? Uh... If it's. It's got a first date that uh, dates uh, about two centuries ago. So but it has no end. And there's centuries. nothing after that? Nope. What's the time gap in the other ones that you found? If we are to, if this is years. Is that what you're referring to? It's like the hundred to so a couple of hundred years between them, or forty years sometimes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so the, the length of yeah. on one one name, it's like... Yeah, okay. Do you want to do a... I'm trying to think what law this could be. I, I'm kind of wondering what your theories are. I think I think you're pretty like you're, you're, it's a pretty safe assumption that this is uh, this is like a dragon and either like years alive, like birth, death, years of service. Society? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's strange because if it was dragons, like you'd imagine there'd be a few born at once. Because usually, like hatcheries, you get a a couple eggs to hatch at the same time. Uh, but this I don't is know like specifically one. Oh, okay. This is specifically one dragon at a time. And when one ends, like another one comes in, and yeah. So this would norm. So the presumption here would be that's the dragon that looks after the city. 
that would be the presumption, and by extension, the hatchery. I'm just uh, assuming here as well, but like, when one stone ends, that year is the same year as the next one starts at? It's maybe a little gap. But uh, it's usually pretty quickly that another one starts, yes. Okay. To, oh yeah, to all... Okay, Record of Dragons. That's also on the list of things to do. <laughs> yes. You're going to tell someone to scale this building and write down every single name they can find. <laughs> What's also possibly happening here is that the mosaic is being done from the top down. It almost looks like the, uh, the, the mosaic was built initially and they are just adding an extra tile when they need to. Oh, so they like, like overlaid like these tile. extra, yeah, they are, these extra tiles look like they've been added on afterwards, they're not part of the, like, they're, they're, it looks, actually, you could probably reach up and pull it off if you need to, like, it's not part of the actual wall, it's like he'll, an he'll extra touch, bit. He'll touch it, but he won't uh, pull it off. It feels, it feels pretty loose, after all. So loose. Can we, can we, can he look for some uh, problems with that? What's, what's going on here? Is there a lot of thievery? Away inside, you know, you've got to assume that bomb, that barrel of explosive was put here because they determined that this was the place to blow. I reckon they were preparing to yeah. blow into this. But they were idiots. They were idiots, and we can't take that kind of approach to getting in. So we need to, perhaps there might be uh, information elsewhere, but, or maybe we need to be able to turn into a gas. <laughs> Yeah, we could just. Yeah, I was just thinking. It's really sad that I've uh, used that spell. You've used that, that. that scroll. Yeah. Drew, you um, you think maybe they didn't want to like. I don't know. Maybe maybe this is just badly put on. Maybe they left it loose because someone would have to at some point etch an end date into this one, and then maybe they would permanently fix it. Mm, that would make sense. If so, it's loose, but it's it's not a fixed. It's just put there, so it could be put back. Oh yeah, yeah. You feel okay. like it's like it's not like fully like cemented. I know they probably wouldn't use cement, but it's not like fully cemented onto the mural. But it's it's there enough that it's displaying it. But uh, also probably they probably carved these and then put them up. So they're probably yeah. If, if there is an end date added at some point, they'd probably remove it, put it on, and then. So essentially, I'm asking if Tyrol took it off, he could put it just straight. You back think on. you could put it back on? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tyrol maybe you might have to, you know, maybe apply something new to it let's take it off like in the same in the, in the terrible vein of players playing with the one thing that they got into <laughs> you enter a room there's a spoon on the table do you, you touch now it? have a it's a it's a it's a mosaic tile but it's like it's a large one it's probably slightly larger than than like your hand i know mosaics are usually very small tiles but there's a yeah. few larger ones here and yes it has the draconic name xma and it's got what's oh it's like 47 it's 47 23 right now isn't it yeah so it's probably labeled about 45 say like 15 or something so about two centuries or so ago uh, and there's definitely a dash like there would be an end date but there's just nothing etched into the other half mm. but you now have a little mosaic piece yes is there anything on the back uh nope there are no windows or anything in this building no it's apart from a tiny thin like seam between uh, right, right where this explosive was. So there is, there's literally no way into this other than turning into a gas or exploding it, or potentially digging up from below it if the foundations are too deep. But I think that just means we can't deal with this right now. We'll have to get some gaseous form scrolls from that temple. I can cast that spell 
you can cast that spell. It's a level four spell, so I can't. I think I can do it three times, but it's like one person it, and lasts uh, five minutes. Is it touch or personal? I think it's self. It is no touch. One willing creature. Oh. Yeah, but is but it? It have to be yourself. No, willing creature. No, it. Do you want to get back oh, out? Oh, sorry. Understood. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine sealing yourself in. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got five minutes to explore and get out. If we go that well route, and it, okay. Mila has as long as she likes. That's true. To explore and then cast it on herself and get back out. Mila. So we could do that the next day. Yes, Mila would do that if necessary, but only if it seems desperately necessary because it seems extremely foolish also uh, without looking for looking around more for other options potentially we have a, we're probably gonna we're probably preparing to spend some weeks if not months here once we yeah. make it safe there is no need to rush and take chances in Mila's mind that's absolutely true but you also can just go in in that form and not drop it that's true yeah does it seem like uh you could widen this crack while still keeping the structural integrity of the tower intact. No, we're not doing anything like that. We are not destroying. We're not not destroying. Carefully any... removing one brick or maybe two at a time. Oh yeah, we could do that. Yeah, yeah. I, again, that's that's for archaeological methods. Yes, it's a, it's a down the track thing. There's no need to go for a something we might not be able to fix. Mm. Um, before okay. we have a chance to study okay. it completely. But proper study to me would demand that we record all the names for a start. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's on the list. That's on the list. <laughs> yeah, before we start disassembling things. Mm. Okay, absolutely. I'd also say that I now know what Thrall's next law will be, which is archaeological. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Or architecture, perhaps. <laughs> okay, to get off this hatchery for a little while, I believe you mentioned on the large building to the south there was a mural but i don't think I, yeah yeah I, if you described it i missed it uh, no i sort of described what you could see to see what took your fancy and of course it was the big tower but there is a <laughs> another building down to the southeast of the the map here yes sorry southwest of the map all right you guys have just ran straight on it oh, yeah. uh yes this is oh, trudge slowly in the mud <laughs> yes tried to kick your way over this was probably at one point like probably part of, of the market like a, 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 a well built shop that's probably there all the time uh, unfortunately the wall itself is it's collapsed in quite a lot of places so a lot of the mural is lost but there what still stands you can see a lot of almost like images around it uh, and yes this is the wall that has like an almost like a stone and wooden awning over the front probably to protect this, this mural as you sort of, uh, uh, do you want to see if you can investigate what this might be? Yeah. See if you can figure out what the meaning might be? Mm-hmm. Nah, I think we'll just uh, yeah, ignore it for the entire Fuck Yeah, yeah, why not? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, uh, the, you can have a, a, a quick look and you see that it depicts uh, on, on one side like uh, what you've sort of, uh, a few humanoid figures and above them in the sky this brilliant blue dragon with its wings spread out. Uh, on one wall, you do see uh, what looks like humanoid figures themselves having these sort of billowing wings and starting to take flight on one side, which I think you have seen before actually yeah. at some point. Mm. Yeah, that's uh, mentioned in one of the notes that we've got, isn't it? It's the dragon speakers yeah. stuff. So this is the original mural that's inspired that interpretation of history. 
you see that uh, it, it seems that there's uh, some sort of indication of a an, an egg-shaped building uh, and people sprouting their wings near near that in particular. Yes. As you sort of are just having a quick look around, you do see inside. It looks like it was once a shop, and a few of the shelves are still still standing. You see a few sort of some some vases, um, some some bracelets, some sort of uh, just some leftover like metal dishes, maybe things that they would have used here at some point. Uh, and you do see again probably like a skeletal remains of of bodies in here. It looked like these people who were ever here were didn't didn't survive the whatever happened. Right. Okay. To rule in particular, you see in the middle of the room, out of the silt, what looks like, almost like someone is being buried and just, like, their hand is just stretching out from the sand. Don't touch it. Just like the top. <laughs> and it's got a nice, it's got a, a really shiny looking bracelet on. Like, <laughs> one of the most beautiful bracelets Don't. you've ever seen. A, oh. a gold bracelet etched with draconic runes again. Oh, it's that's... almost like the one ring, but as a bracelet. Oh, that's the most beautiful piece of bait I've ever seen. <laughs> you are truly correct on that one. <coughs> but we do not disturb anything. Although we can pick up that pubes, so perhaps I'm no hypocrite. Perhaps. <laughs> uh, however, what we could do is go and see if we can look at what is on the bracelet without disturbing anything. Yes, that would be a good idea. Although... Saying that, is there any differentiation in the silt between here and there? No. I say, no, it's, well, with rolling a thievery check to detect the traps. Check. Oh. To look for a hazard. You don't see any sort of hazards in, in this mm. building, though. In which case, Tyrell will walk up to the, uh, to the hand watch. and look at the bracelet. Just try and well, read it from the outside. Well... Did I no, fail? You walked up to the hand. Yeah, I have walked up to the hand. Well, uh, we, <laughs> we're going to end this episode. No! Because, uh, oh, no, just, damn it! Well, no, no, no. So, as, uh, as I'll, I'll tell you what happens, and then we'll end. As you go to, to step on the, the silt inside this building, someone's going to take a reaction. A reaction Whack. before initiative is rolled to rise up out of the silt. Oh. You see this hand... It's just, it's fingers are outspread, it's got a, a bracelet on it, and it's just there, and as you sort of go to step up towards it, from a little distance away, there's this other hand that now crawls out of the silt, and a few sort of feet behind that, you see another hand and an arm crawling out, and surrounding this one hand with the, the bait on, uh, no, sorry, the bracelet on, <laughs> there are more hands, Baitlet. just sort of, and, and their arms sort of reach up and claw their way up out. You would have thought this was, um... A couple different creatures from the way they were spread out around, but uh, as this thing pulls itself up, you realise that this, all of these arms and hands, do join up to one big fleshy mass uh. of this creature, and pulling itself up from the ground is this thing. Uh, it looks like oh. a, a mashup of quite similarly to the cloud. It looks like about five people uh. amalgamated into one. Arms just coming out of the centre of mass. It's got two big legs, and there's just uh, like heads. These sort of these undead heads coming off hips, coming out from like the shoulders, uh, coming out from the hips. It looks like has anyone ever played the forest? Because this yeah. is basically a creature that's in in that yeah, where it just looks like five bodies just mashed into one. Oh my god! That's it crawls its way out of the ground. I will say uh, there are also a couple others just 
not part of this, but uh, other similar one-bodied things crawling their way up. Yeah, you've just disturbed this entire room. And we'll face them next time! Uh, <laughs> uh, these are this is bad horrible creatures. I really I wish we'd rested. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, guys, I gave you very obvious bait. Yeah, and... you did. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, did. I then, I then looked... Uh, oh, there's a Duraka. Um, I've... I looked at a. I, I, I looked for a trap and I didn't find one. Yeah, you didn't roll very well. I'm sorry. That's fine. That's, that's, <laughs> that's why we roll blind so we don't know the results. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. We'll see you for uh, whatever this horrible oh fight God, is huge. next time. Thank you, Dylan. This is, this is, no, it's a large creature. Uh, yes, Dylan. thanks for playing. Dylan. Bye, everyone. Well, more horrific things Bye. next time. Adios. Bye. Bye. Bye.